Welcome back to another episode of The Press Room. Merry Christmas to everybody who celebrates. Hope the holidays have been awesome for everybody. Spend time with family, eat good food, you know. Um, we're back. We are doing a little bit. We've been talking about football all year, but um, as you might know or not, but Nathan and I both follow basketball very heavily. So if you do as well, this will be a fun episode for you to listen to. Uh, I don't think we're not midway through the season yet, but we're just going to do a NBA episode talking about everything everything there is to talk about. So uh, before we get started, Nathan, what is on your mind today? <laughs> You'll have to excuse me, boys. I'm a little raspy uh, working on a sinus infection that I caught right before Christmas. So if I sound kind of bad, that's why. But other than that, it's just good to be home for a little bit, hang out with my family, see the dog, watch some basketball, watch some football. Good bowl games will be coming up, so we'll get into that probably later this week or at some point. But um yeah just good to be kind of home taking taking a chill pill from life for a little bit so that's what i've been doing you uh santa bring you anything cool <sighs> he did i got um what did i get oh yeah i got a nice little showcase for cards you know all about that and then i got my annual sugar bowl tickets so for those of you who don't know me my family lives in louisiana so me and my dad go to the Sugar Bowl every year. It's in New Orleans at the Superdome. Um, we've done that as long as I've lived here. So it's kind of like our little tradition. So I get we go to the Sugar Bowl every year. So this year it's Alabama and K-State. We've got good seats, about 20 rows up from the sideline on the Bama side. So it'll be a good game. I'm looking forward to it. Get to see a full Bama team with no opt-outs. Yeah, Bryce Young is playing. Will Anderson is playing. So it'll be a good game. I think K-State fans will show up a little bit. I think it'll be a decent game. I really do. So I'm excited for it. All right, with no further ado, let's get into NBA. Um, I just want to start with saying everybody knows how much I love Shea Gilders Alexander, how much I've loved Shea Gilders Alexander before this season. I've got a ton of cards of him. I'm like, like I, I love Shea. And I knew this was going to happen. And everybody's like, oh, my gosh, Shea is going crazy this year. He needs to be an all-star. Like, we all know that he's going to be an all-star. But I just want to say, like, I knew this was going to happen two years ago. Nathan, you remember when I was buying his cards literally two years ago. So I just want to say I called it. Yeah, you were on the shade train a lot sooner than I was. I got on it last year. <laughs> Wasn't as big of a fan, obviously, of his, as his game um, as you were. But as I've gotten into basketball recently, the last I would say like hardcore the last two years, like pretty hardcore. Um, Shea's a guy, man. You know, you could see the talent. You could see the potential. And – He's definitely showing out this year. I'm sure we'll talk about it here in the next segment with all-star voting and stuff as we go into that. But in my opinion, if Shea is not if Shea is not a starting guard in the Western Conference, it is a shame. Yeah. He should have made it. He should have made the all-star game last year and he didn't, but I think was, he should start this year, not oh, just no. make no, no, I, I agree. I mean, yeah, I agree. You want to go ahead and get into that? So yeah, let's let's get into that. Um I think the starting Obviously, you voted. I think most of the starting lineup for both teams is pretty, or not both teams, but Western and Eastern. I guess they don't do that anymore, but you know what I mean. It's, yeah, pre- sure. it's pretty obvious. I don't even remember. I think for West, did you do? Did you go Jokic or Embiid for center? For the West, yeah. I mean, I mean, not not Jokic or Embiid. Uh. I don't even know what I'm saying. I'll go. I'll go through what how I, I voted. I guess it's. I guess it's. You vote east and west, but 
Yeah, you vote you vote east and west, and those are the starters that the the captains have to choose from, and then um, the bench players are whatever afterwards. But it's not east versus west; they get the draft. Yeah. Okay. But the starters also, are. Why can't we vote on the reserves? Uh, it's just like the MLB. The players vote for reserves and pitchers. It's the same thing. I wish I could, but anyways. Yeah. It makes it a little bit less biased and stuff, so that Andrew Wiggins isn't an All Star starter. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so for me, for my guards for the West, I voted Luca and Shea. Yeah. And then for the backcourt, I did LeBron, uh, Jokic and Zion. I left out AD, even though he's having a good year just because he's hurt. So I'd rather have someone else get the starting job just because cool for them so i voted zion Jokic, and lebron yeah i did the same thing okay cool and then for the east let me put my filter on so i can just see the eastern conference guys because i'm going through it on my computer right now for the east my backcourt was um Embiid, Giannis, and tatum i love katie out sorry katie um i love katie and then for my uh backcourt um, I did Donovan Mitchell, and I did uh, Jalen Brown. Tatum and Brown. It was it was a toss up between Jalen Brown and Trey. Yeah, I I did Trey. Okay, but other than that, they're all the same. Yeah, those guys like just statistically are having the best years. I I went with Jalen Brown just because his team's a lot better, and I just feel like he brings a little bit more to his team. Not that Trey doesn't bring more to his team because he's like the guy, yeah. but like. Jalen Brown's defense versus Trey Young is, I think, a little bit more valuable. Um, so, yeah, and I think, and I think winning matters. So, I put I put Jalen Brown in. All right, what uh, what else? Okay, I did want to ask this: a couple first time All Stars that you think should be in, other than Shea, obviously, Shea. Um, Lori Markinen. Yeah, Markinen should get a nod. Um. Did Lame- has Lamelo made an All Star team yet? Yeah, he did. Okay, he made it last year as a reserve because somebody got hurt. Yeah. I didn't know if he made it last year. Um, I think Tyrese. Eh, nah, he's been hurt. I think Tyrese Halliburton should get a look for sure. I don't know about Tyrese Maxey. Yeah. Maxey's been hurt. I like Darius Garland. He just hasn't scored enough points for me to make an All Star game, and he's like he's a really good player. Um. Obviously, you have guys like Tyler Hero, like they go off every once in a while, but like they're not guys that should be in the game. I think Garland should make it just because if Donovan Mitchell wasn't on that team, I think obviously he'd score a lot more. Mitchell's averaging like 29. Yeah. Uh, like I, I think Garland is an all star worthy point guard. Yeah, I, I, I would definitely agree 100%. Um, let me scroll through who else. Yeah, Halliburton's a little bit lower on the list. Just because his points per game is lower than some of these guys, like Kelly Oubre's twenty point six and Halliburton's twenty point five, but Halliburton's also averaging like eleven assists. So like, yeah. And then you've got three, you've got three Knicks guys who are all like averaging twenty points apiece with Randall Barrett and Brunson. So like choosing like one out of those three or two out of those three seems kind of bad. But like I feel like one of them's gonna make it. I uh, I would go Randall. I would go Randall or Brunson. Yeah, I think I would go Randall. Yeah. Like there's there's too many other guards I would rather take. Yeah. Randall's what like 20 and 10. Yeah, he's 20, yeah, 20, 10, and four. 
No, 23, 10, and 4. Yeah. I... And, like, yeah, I mean, like, you could take guys like Bojan Bogdanovic, who's averaging 21, 4, and 2. But, like, I'd rather take a guard like Halliburton or Brunson. Yeah. Yeah. I um, another guy who, like, could low-key get some some love, OG and Anobi. Averaging 19, 6, and 2, but the dude is a god on defense. I know All-Star game isn't really like defense, but like he he's also he's averaging like three steals a game. Yeah. And he's he's locking up guys. So OG and Anobi should get a decent look, I think. Um, we can look at the West now. That was a lot, that was just the East that I was looking at. The West. First year player you said besides Shea. Yeah. Um has De'Aaron Fox made an all-star game? I don't think so. I would say him or Desmond Bain or Anthony. One of those guards. There's going to be a guard that gets in. Bain's been hurt for a minute, though. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's pretty, pretty inconsistent. Yeah, he fucked me on my Christmas Day parlay, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jalen Green should probably get a decent look, too. He's, he's averaging like 22, 5, and 3. They're just so bad. Yeah, I know. Like, same thing with the Spurs. Like, Keldon, he's their best player, but, like, like, okay. But, like, would you rather see, a, like, do you think a guy like Jordan Poole or Keldon's going to get in? Because they have pretty similar stats. Cool. Yeah, I, I, I agree. But, like, Keldon's, like, the guy for San Antonio. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But like, the fourth option. I mean, he's, like, the first right now. Yeah. I mean, like, if if these Warriors guys, like, besides, like, if Clay or Andrew Wiggins makes it, like, I wouldn't be, like, mad. But, like, if Clay Thompson gets in before, like, Jalen Green, I would be kind of mad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see, like, I want to see the guys who deserve to be in the game deserve to be in the game. Like, Clay's been kind of weird this year. Dude, he's been terrible so, on the road. Like, he's so inconsistent, bro. Yeah. Like, I want to see guys who, like, deserve to get in the game get in the game. Like speaking like, of Clay Thompson, and it's about a show too. Like you want these young, flashy guys in the game, and like, so I, like if it comes down to like Andrew Wiggins, Clay, and Jalen Green, or like Andrew Wiggins, CJ McCollum, and Jordan Poole, like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like I'd rather see the younger guy go in. Like even another guy like that, Devin Vassell, like he's averaging like twenty four and three. Like sure, not great numbers, but like, would you rather see like? Him or like Cat. I don't like know. obviously Cat's gonna get the nod because he's a big guy, but like yeah. I don't know. Speaking of Clay Thompson, by the way, I put <clears> him <throat> under 23 and a half tonight because he had 24 last game within the last five before that. He hasn't hit it. And man has 20 points at halftime right now. Yeah, that's what they're so weird, bro. Like I'm never he's betting like averaging he's averaging 18 on the season. And now he's gonna drop 35 tonight. Yeah, and I bet him under his line I... at the his line at the beginning of the season when he was coming back was like 14 and a half. And I was hit and he screwed me a couple times, so I stopped betting on him. Yeah, I'm done with him after this, after tonight. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, besides that, like there's some guys who have had some good years, like Kevin Herter. He's had a good year, but he's not an all-star type guy. Um nobody voting for Kevin Herter. Yeah, like Alprin Sangoon, the center for the Rockets, had a pretty really good, like honestly, a really good year. Could be up for most improved. Um, but like he's not an all-star center, you know what I mean? But yeah. Just um, some guys to think about. All right, let's move on to 
biggest disappointment. Uh, I think we both agree on Warriors. Yes, Warriors, one hundred percent. Coming off a championship, and they're just they can't win on the road, and now Curry's hurt to make everything worse, and they're just not they're not winning. Like it's just they're they've been healthy all year up until well, I guess yeah they I mean they've been healthy up like up until Curry got hurt. And they've just not been winning games. I don't. I don't know why. I don't know if Draymond punching Jordan Poole before the year like messed up their team bond chemistry. Like I, it's, it's weird. Yeah, I don't. I haven't watched a ton of Warriors games, but like, like from what I've seen, they're just inconsistent. You know what I mean? Like, like we talked about with Clay. Like, there's one night where he'll have twenty and a half, and then there's one night where he'll be oh from eleven from the field. Like, it's just. <laughs> It's just kind of hit or miss, and teams like that that they rely on shooting the ball from deep, you know, you're going to have those games where you're not going to be able to shoot. So I see why there's inconsistency, but also, like, they're the Warriors. That's how they've played for the last eight years. Like, it's just weird. And then with uh, Steph Hurt, obviously, that's not good. Um, So some guys have had to step up. It'll be good to see Jordan Poole get that a little bit and, and different things like that, but Overall, they're just, you know, disappointing. You would expect them to be at least six, seven games above 500 at this point, you know. Yeah. And they're they're below 500, so. Uh, another disappointment of mine is the Timberwolves. Uh, I'm pretty sure a lot – I don't know if people think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're I think, the 10th seed right now. Yeah, and they've they – No, they're up. behind they, – them and the Warriors are tied for the 10th seed. Yeah. So well, the playoffs – if the playoffs happen today, Minnesota would be out and Golden State would be playing at Dallas in a playing game. Yeah. So I, I picked the Timberwolves to make the playoffs. Like before this, obviously, they got Cat and Gobert, which doesn't seem to be working that well. Cat's hurt, anyways, now. Anthony Edwards, and they have just a bunch of like role players. But like, I, I thought they'd be better than they were. I thought the Gobert Cat thing would, would work. Yeah, I think we both agreed that going into this year, we thought Ant would have the type of year that Shea's having, kind of like that breakout type of year where he's kind of carrying the team in points. But there's some games where Ant barely scores 18, 20 points a game. Um, I don't know if it's just his play style or with Cat out or whatever the deal is, but yeah, I would definitely agree they've been a disappointment. But I wouldn't say they're the biggest disappointment because the team that I chose besides the Warriors is definitely the Dallas Mavericks. Luca needs help, bro. Like we've been saying this for so long, and it's so annoying. Like they had a good game on Christmas. I'm sure you watched it. Came back from like 15 down in the third to go up. Like he started 20. hitting threes, bro. Yeah, like when they hit, they hit. But like, oh, bro, it's just so frustrating to see the the scrubs that like are starting with Luca. Like, please, oh my gosh, like can we get him some help, bro? It's just so annoying to watch that type of basketball and how bad they can be sometimes and how miserable that must be for Luca in that situation. Like I'm sure he loves all of his teammates. They get along great, but like, (laughs) bro, I want, I would need some help, man. Like, okay. But an argument for that is they had Christoph Sporzingis and I know it didn't work out there and I don't know why, but he's like kind of balling in Washington. Yeah, I think it might be a fit thing with Luca too, because he needs the ball in his hands all the time. And he's that guy that like everything runs through him. 
So maybe that isn't the best thing. We've kind of seen that with Russell Westbrook and OKC. Like he's a good stat guy, but like when it comes down to winning in the playoffs, Russ never can get it done in the playoffs. Um, maybe Luca's a similar guy like that. Not saying that Luca's Russell Westbrook, obviously, but like that type of play style maybe can't win you games like when you need it to happen. Okay, so we're saying all this, and they went to the conference finals last year. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy, but okay. So when you say Luca needs help, if you're the Mavericks. Who do you think would be a good second option for them to go get? That's like, not to be an. Like, who, who do I think would be a good two behind Luca? Yeah, doesn't have to be an all star. Just somebody that. Yeah. Do you want me to describe a player or like name? A no, player? no, like like give me an example. Um, let me think. Like when I think of a good player next to Luca, I think of like a good stretch three four guy. I think of like Jeremy Grant. Yeah, Jeremy Grant. I would want a little bit better of a player. I think like like. This is unrealistic, but like Paul George, I think would be great with Luca. Yeah, that like yeah. he can play D. He can like he can. He's, he's a bit. He's a decently bigger guy. Like he doesn't need the ball in his hands all the time. Like, but he like play with stars. But like he could fucking like take the ball and like take over. Yeah, more. and like he can he can hit you a clutch shot. Like Luca is relied on to do everything. Yeah everything so i think a guy obviously like paul george i know that's unrealistic but that's the type of guy that i think of would work well with luca um let me think of another guy i don't want to say like a young guy like rj barrett because like nah not really okay some okay give me somebody realistic um loki this sounds kind of crazy lou dort I think would be a decent compliment. I think I think he would take a decent role, but he's kind of similar to the guys they already have. Yeah, I was like, um, I think Jeremy Grant's a good one. I think Laurie Markinen is a decent one. Um, Markin, I feel like Markinen <laughs> would be, and him would be nice. Yeah, I think Desmond Bain's a decent one. Plays good D. Any any guard that can play like really good, like like the Mavs have three and D guys, but like not Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah. Or like Dorian Finney Smith. Those guys are like 72 overalls on 2K. Like, yeah. Give me someone like, like 80, 81. Like, bro, okay. Unrealistic, like Keldon. I think Keldon would fit well with Luca. I feel like that's more realistic than like Paul George. Yeah. But like the Spurs aren't going to trade Keldon. Yeah. Yeah. So like Keldon, I think would be a good fit. I don't know. Just guys like that. I don't know. We'll see. I'd like to see them make a move in the offseason, but I know they need to, but we'll see. Okay. Did you have any other disappointments? Uh, Yeah. The two players I wrote down are Anthony Davis, obviously, because he's just always hurt. Um, He's had a good year up to this point, but it's just sad to see him go down and the Lakers are struggling bad. Um, And then Scotty Barnes. I think a lot of people had, were high on him going into the year high on the Raptors for him to kind of take that next step. And I don't think he's, yeah, he's definitely not been that guy this year. They've been kind of <clears throat> wishy-washy as well, as far as scoring. And I think they're sub 500 team as well. So yeah, you'll have, bro, they'll have games where like fucking Siakam scored like 48 or no, he scored like 50 the other, like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And then Fred Van Vliet will score like 12 in the next game. <clears throat> it's going to score 38 and Siakam's going to have like 18. Yeah, it's just weird, bro. They're just a weird team. And Scotty Barnes, like, just not a fan. Yeah. Just 
not really not doesn't really do much for me. It's he plays a weird style of basketball. Like he doesn't do anything like you're never gonna see Scotty Barnes highlights. Yeah. Unless he dunks on somebody. Like that's Yeah, I don't know. Just a just a thing for thought, but Okay. Uh biggest surprise. <laughs> My first one, I went with the Kings just because they've been like the sorriest franchise in the NBA for like a long time. And they're actually they're they'd be in the playoffs right not playing. They'd be in the playoffs right now if the season ended. They're the sixth seed right now. Mm-hmm. And De'Aaron Fox is running the team well. Sabonis is a like Sabonis is a rebound god. Kevin yeah. Herter is a good piece. Keegan Murray's decent. And they just have I, I don't know. I don't know how they're winning games, but I guess they just they're just playing well. They're just consistent. <clears throat> yeah, they're just consistent. For my surprises, I wrote down Denver. Obviously, it was the one seed. We expected all of Denver to be, you know, top four seed probably, but um they're a good team. Just a model of consistency, not really super flashy with Jokic and Murray and all these guys, but just a real model of consistency going out and taking care of business and just beating the teams they're supposed to beat, doing really well at home, doing decent on the road, and they're doing they're trucking along. Um, and then my other surprise for a team, I wrote Miami just because how bad their roster is and how many injuries they always have and how they're still like seventh in the East right now. It's crazy. Um, they're just a weird team too, but like the amount of talent that they don't have on their roster says a lot about their coaching and their culture. So Miami has definitely been surprising for me. Yeah. And then I wrote the Jazz also. They're not they're a nine seed right now. But honestly, if you look at their roster, like it's not good. There's no reason they should even be like contending. Mm-hmm. They have Lori Markinen and Jordan Colin Carson. Sexton. <laughs> like Colin Sexton. Yeah, yeah. Like like everybody thought whenever they traded Mitchell and Gobert, like they were tanking and like they might make the play in. Oh yeah. All right. I'm gonna get into a new segment here. Give me your answer and then a brief explanation. Overrated versus underrated. I'm gonna name a couple players here. My first one is Zach Levine. And I'm going to go overrated because people talk about I mean, I don't hear a ton about Zach Levine, but I've heard some trade rumors and like he's an all star and it's like he the Bulls are going to want like an all-star in return is like he averages 20 points a game and he's just like I feel like he's just a role player like like he'll go off for 38 every once in a while but like I feel like he's just he's just a role player that makes me think of a guy that would fit really well with Luca (laughs) like we were talking about earlier DeMar DeRozan. <laughs> I think DeMar DeRozan would be sick with Luca. That'd be fun. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of agree. Zach Levine doesn't really do a whole lot for me. Like he was flashy when he was young. Um, yeah, he's just kind of one of those 20, 21 point type guys. And there's other guys that do things better than him that score 20 points. Like I think I'd rather have Keldon than yeah. Zach Levine, honestly. Yeah. So I just think Keldon brings more defense and different things and rebounding than Zach Levine does. Yeah. Now, Zach Levine's a good scorer, sure. But he's not the top scorer on his team, and I don't think he would be on many other teams too that want to be a contender. So, 
I would agree with that. That and then take. I went, my other one was Anthony Edwards. And I'm going to go, I, I'm going to go overrated, overrated by me as well, at least before the season. I thought, I mean, a lot of people thought he'd have a better season than he's having. And he's the guy on that team and he's supposed to lead the team and he's just not, he's not doing it. Yeah. I would agree. <laughs> as far as like overrating him before the season, yes. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see if he makes an all this year's all-star team or not. Um, and how they finish down the season will kind of kind of be interesting. So I'm kind of awaiting here on that take, but like as far as height going into the season, yeah, definitely overrated for sure. Um, one of the players I had in mind is kind of weird because we don't talk about him a whole lot just because the team isn't good. But I'm interested to hear what you have to say. I'm gonna go Paulo, overrated or underrated or properly rated. Um, I'm gonna go properly rated. Like he gets, he gets all like the media recognition. Like he was the number one overall pick. Like he was supposed to be that guy there, and he is. I think he's averaging like 20 points a game. But he's on the Magic, and the Magic are like one of the worst teams in the NBA. They have been winning a little bit recently, but like they're still they're 13 and 22, and they're the. <laughs> They're the 13. Like, they're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah. But, like, I think – I mean, he gets – I think he'll have a good career. I think he's good. I think Paulo is underrated, and I think he's an all-star next year. I think he's that good. I think he can be a guy for them and really <clears throat> develop into a guy who, like, leads a team for sure. Um, I like him, and I like Franz a lot. I like that duo. It'll be interesting to see how they grow together, but I wanted to throw that out there to see what you had to say because I feel like Paulo is very underrated. Yeah. Obviously, he's not getting love with the team he's on, and kind of like Shea, um, last couple of years, but that'll come. Um, let me think of another player real quick off the top of my head. That's the one that I really wanted to talk about. Um, oh, I want to talk about this player. I think I already know your answer, but I just want to talk about him and give him some recognition. Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, I think he was underrated. I think everybody's kind of coming around. Yeah. And like everybody's seeing what he's doing now, averaging 11 assists. Like that's what is he averaging? 18 points. He reminds me of like, I think as his game comes along and he's in the league more, he plays a lot like Trey Young. Um, their statistics are very similar in the fact of how they play as far as assistant points and different things like that. Not that Tyrese Halliburton is going to be the type of scorer that Trey Young is, but I think he could get to that level. Um, Trey Young's just a different level of, as a scorer, but as far as like game similarity, I feel like they're very similar and he could be that one day. And I think Tyrese Halliburton is a guy, a guy. I, I'd say underrated. Um, a little bit like obviously nobody was talking about him before the season i think everybody's kind of realizing so it's like i think he's getting recognition except by the uh you see the knicks tv reporter calling him a wannabe all-star yeah that was that was pretty fucking funny that was bad he's a wannabe <laughs> all-star and then i think halliburton tried to shoot like a half court buzzer beater and he was like wannabe all-star with the attempt at the game winner and obviously that's not going to go in 
Bronson and Randall are going to get the nod over him any day. <laughs> Wally Zerviak, man. And then the next day, he went off for like 38. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like Tyrese Halliburton. I didn't think he was going to be that good because his jump shot is ugly, bro. I oh, it is. It's bad. I did yeah. not think he'd be able to shoot like that, but he'd be hitting step back threes. And like, yeah. like he can he, he can score. That's why I said, like, I don't know if he's the type of finisher and score, like true score that Trey Young is and can be, but he's definitely up there as far as like shiftiness and creativity and different things like that. So yeah. All right. Uh any anybody else for overrated versus underrated? No, not really. We can do a quick round of factor cap and then end it off. All right. I'm going to go Tatum and Brown are the best duo in the league, and I'm going to go fact. Tatum's averaging 30 almost. I think he is averaging 30. Brown's like 28. Uh, They're the best team in the league, in my opinion. That's There's not much else to say. Like, they, they can – they they carry that team. I would def- – I <clears> – <throat> yeah, it's tough because I feel like Embiid and Harden is a good duo. Um. At this point, I'm taking. At this point, I'm taking, as a two, I'm taking Jalen Brown over James Harden. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I have to. I have to agree with you on that. Yeah, there's. I can't not. (laughs) Uh, my factor cap that I have is, I'll I'll end one. So this is my first one, and then I'll end it with um, after you do another one. Uh, will the Grizzlies be the number one seed in the West? I think cap. No, they're not going to be the number one seed. I think they'll be the two. I think they'll be, I think, I think they'll be like the four. Really? Yeah. You think the Clippers or the Suns will be above them? I think the Pelicans and the Clippers will. Okay. I got them at the two. So cap for that one. Uh, I didn't have another one written down. Let me think real quick. I can end it. We can just talk about something else. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. My last one was, is our Oklahoma City Thunder going to sneak into a play-in game? Um, I'm going to go fact. That's crazy to say. But the warriors are sitting at 16 and 18 right now. The wolves are sitting at 16 and 18 right now. The thunder are 15 and 19. They're starting to get it together. Obviously they have Shea. They got Jalen Williams playing well. Uh Trey Mans, he came back like he's when his little stint in the G League. He's he was knocking down shots tonight. He looked like Trey Man. And uh they need a big man, bro. If they had a big man, they'd be in the playoffs. I'm going to go Cap as much as it pains me to say it, I think the Warriors will turn it around. And I think there's other teams ahead that are just too good right now. As much as I would love to see them in a playing game, I think that'd be so much fun. It's a little uh-huh. bias, but like I, I, I just I want it so bad, bro. Bro, like, like I, I just miss the days when that arena was fucking full and Loud City was like Loud City, like, like, yeah. oh my god, bro. Like and imagine, Westbrook, I, bro, I just missed the days. Westbrook would just run to the sideline, just like, yeah, God. Bro, I just, I've been to some playoff games, and they've been pretty intense. Like, just imagine the energy in that arena for Shea's first playoff game as an Oklahoma City Thunder player. 
like let's say they get past because they'd obviously well hopefully we could get a home like if you sneak as in an eight seed you get a home game for the play-in but yeah bro be insane I want to see Shea cook somebody for like 45 in a playing game. Bro, if there's a playing game in OKC, oh, we, I'm going. I don't care. Like, we're going. <laughs> yeah. I've been to some playoff games. They're fun, bro. I've been to a couple against Portland and, a, and one against Utah a couple years back, but they're fun. Shea's winning a chip this year. They're going to be the, 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 the Shea All Star MVP. Shea Finals MVP. <laughs> okay, I don't okay. Maybe in like maybe in like five years. Yeah. Whenever we get Chet back and uh we get Wimbenyama and you know not on it actually, because if I'm picking them to make a play and they ain't getting Wimbenyama. Yeah, no but, shot. But you know. Anything else you want to cover before we wrap it up? Uh Shay is him. That's all I gotta say. Oh yeah, I, I also wanted to ask you this. It's the season ended right now. Who's your most improved player? And do you, can do you think Shea can win it because of the team? Yeah, I think Shea can win it. I'm gonna go Shea or Zion. I think Shea is a better shot than Zion. Yeah, Zion was in the playoffs last year. Like if Shea leads them to a playing game, and he's you know he's bumped his scoring average up by like seven points a game. I don't see why he couldn't. Why he wouldn't be considered. Yeah, he was averaging 24 last year. I don't know what his rebounds and assists were, but I know he's right now he's at like 31, 6, and 5. Yeah, I think Shea would definitely be a top three candidate for that, for sure. Especially, bro, if the Thunder made the plan with a team that has an undrafted to Poku's our starting center. (laughs) Poku as a starting center. And then Jalen Williams and who's the other starter? Dort. No, I said Dort, <laughs> Jalen Williams. Oh, uh, Giddy, Giddy, yeah. That's such a like. I have faith though. I think Shake. I think Shake could do it. We'll we'll see. I'll, we uh, shall see. Only time will tell. Yep. All right. Appreciate you boys listening. If you made it to the end, much love. Merry Christmas. I hope everybody is having a wonderful christmas break if you're home from school or whatever it may be join the holidays we are going to make a episode soon uh bowl season is approaching at least all the bowls that really matter so we'll make an episode covering that and uh i think that's it for us sounds good all right we will see you guys next episode peace